Podcast Episode 5, Nadi Gras, was written by Stephanie Kazaus and voiced by Marie Babic, Duchess, Dave Goddard, Bonnie Granda, Ian McGowan, Alexa Moore, Ian Tucker, Daniel Williams, and Liz Urkel. The main theme was composed and sang by Farty Marty, and additional music was provided by Ian McGowan. Love and Lust is brought to you by CalamityCast, online at CalamityCast.com, produced by Daniel Williams and Liz Urkel, and co-created by Duchess, Stephanie Kazaus, and Liz Urkel. So, are you excited? Um, yeah. Just not sure what I'm about to walk into. You didn't Google it? No. Oh, well, upstairs is like an art gallery, and there's some burlesque shows and stuff. Downstairs is the dungeon. Oh. Are you freaked? As long as I don't get tied to anything punished. I think I'm good. Don't knock it till you try it. Maggie was just messing with him. She knew he wouldn't be into that side of the event. She couldn't help but poke and prod him. He was so adorably awkward around her. Walking into the event, Jack tried to regain his composure. Maggie had a way of unnerving him. It wasn't like this was the first time he'd experienced the BDSM community, but of course he had to act like a nun on a Sunday when Maggie joked about tying him up. He knew he would like that. He would like that very much. I thought we'd look at the Art Then Catch Evie show. Your roommate? Immediately thoughts of the awkwardness of seeing his kind of girlfriend's roommate naked dance through his head. What if she was really hot? What if she wasn't? Yep, she's part of a group. That's cool. Do you know a lot of people who will be here? Yeah, at least a lot of the performance folks. One of the perks of friendship with Evie. Jack worried that he would embarrass himself in front of Maggie's friends. Nothing seemed to phase her while he was a constant ball of nerves. Jack knew he needed to show Maggie he could be cool. Awesome sauce. Damn it. You're adorable. Evie's not on for a while. Let's check out the art. Jack followed Maggie around the room, enjoying her ability to talk to anyone about anything. He was obviously not the only one to notice how great Maggie was. More than one of the artists had stars in their eyes for his date. Just when he started feeling left out, Maggie would pull him into the conversation. It's like she already had him figured out. After the second row of displays, Maggie pulled Jack aside. Forget how tiring these things can be. Let's just do that silent observer thing for a while. You know, whisper behind our hands and be antisocial. You sure you can manage that? Maggie's cheeks flamed in a very attractive blush. I've been all over the place, haven't I? Sorry. Oh, no. Nothing to be sorry about. You are a social butterfly. Don't let me stop you. Yeah, but you can't be having much fun, me dragging you around. How about you decide what we look at next? We haven't checked out the vendor tables. Maybe we could pick up a little... Oh, no. Maggie watched as Jack scurried away, knocking into people and their displays. He really needed to work on his evasive maneuvers. Scanning the room, she couldn't find anything out of the ordinary. What the fuck was that, Jack? The she-devil herself stood next to a huge collage in the shape of a vagina. Miranda. Jack peeked over the booth table he hid behind. You see that black-haired girl by the giant magazine vagina? Maggie's eyes squinted, looking at the raven-haired hottie standing on the display floor. An unpleasant feeling crept into Maggie's mind. Yes? What, is she her girlfriend or something? Jack's eyes widened. Shit, he had reacted like a total weirdo. This was like the start of one of those gotcha cheating shows. Quickly, he pulled Maggie down to where he hid on the floor. What? No! That hell beast is my ex-girlfriend. She's the spawn of Satan, Beelzebub's whore, and the love child of Trump and Pence. (laughs) Wow, dramatic much? The look on Jack's face was one of pure terror. Or not. Listen, Maggie, I want to be here with you, but she is... Jack's eyes traveled back to Miranda. 
his fingers subconsciously tracing the scar she left on his hand the last time they saw each other. When he looked back at Maggie, she was glaring at his fidgeting hands. What happened there? Oh, uh, after we broke up, I thought I would close the door on her, and she thought otherwise. My hand got caught in the doorway. It was a misunderstanding, really. Maggie felt rage wash over her. For someone to even inadvertently hurt this sweet, sweet man was ridiculous. Standing up, Maggie struck what could be called a superhero pose. Oh, really? Maybe I need to go have a little chat with Miss Pushy Bitch. Jack watched Maggie stomp over to Miranda, too shocked to leave his hiding spot. Maggie looked like a warrior goddess stalking her kill. Like a tiger ready to pounce on an equally terrifying tiger. Like, uh... Hey, dude, I'll let you stay here, but when my boyfriend gets back, you gotta be gone. Okay, no problem. Thanks. Wow, what an impressive use of pace. Excuse me? I said I'm impressed with your edgy third grade project. Does your mom know you made a vagina? Who the fuck are you? I'm someone who doesn't like pushy bitches. You think it's fun bullying the weak? Maggie watched Miranda's eyes light up. A cruel smile pulled at her plum lips. Ah, you're Jack's new obsession, huh? A little advice, one woman to another. Cut your losses. He's a boring lay. That why you forced your way back into his place? My theory? His dick game is on point, and you couldn't handle letting him slip through your talons. Hey, you gotta go. Brandon, stop letting the public behind the table. He knocked over the straps. Embarrassed, Jack stood up and tried to straighten the goods he had knocked over. Sorry, man. Thanks for the sanctuary. Jack walked slowly toward the two beautiful women who were getting closer and closer to one another. Maggie's shoulders were ramrod straight. Her hip popped out. Her back was to Jack, so he got a great view of her ass. He wondered how one ass could be so wonderful. Maggie, uh, let's get a drink. Oh, Jack, I was just getting to know Rhonda. She's a real peach. Hey, Jack, how's it going? The evil witch had the nerve to reach out and try to touch Jack's arm. Quickly, he stepped behind his pint-sized champion. She tried to touch him. <laughs> going great. I see you've met Maggie. My girlfriend. Wait, girlfriend? Jack prayed that she wouldn't freak out at his slip-up of self-preservation. She's something else, Jay. Ew, she called him Jay? Only nickname worse than Jackie? Jay. Done with the false pleasantries and ready to piss off this hose beast, Maggie wrapped her body around Jack. Her lips pressed against his, her body rubbed against him obscenely. Maggie was petty, but even this extended public groping was extreme for her. Feeling Jack's body relax under her touch, she pulled away with a dreamy smile. Let's get a drink. Attempting to cover just how discombobulated he was, Jack could only nod. Maggie said something he didn't hear to she who shall not be named and pulled him gently toward another room. His hands itched to pull her back to his body and finish what she started. Jack was in a lust haze, wondering if he could talk Maggie into going back to the car. She really is the worst, huh? I'll take a Manhattan. What about you, Jack? Jack hadn't realized they made it to the bar, or that he needed to open his goddamn mouth and speak. Uh, he'll have the same. Maggie worried she had overstepped her bounds. What if Jack thought she was completely unhinged? She couldn't explain why she felt so protective of him. She just did. Look, I'm sorry if that freaked you out. I just couldn't stand her smug bullshit. Oh, and how she talked about you to a stranger? Like, seriously, what's her damage? I... I... Well... Thank you. No problem. Here are your drinks. Thanks. Handing her one of the cocktails, Jack laughed when he realized Maggie was completely out of commission. You doing okay, Mags? I... 
Yeah, of course. The host announced the start of the show, and Jack noticed the floor filling up fast. Let's go get spots near the stage for Evie's show. This is Ian. And Liz. From Good Morning Space America. Tune in on the second and fourth Fridays of the month for episode recaps, cast interviews, and general tomfoolery related to all things Space America, part of the Calamity Cast Network. Maggie tried to shake off Jack's kiss, but it had been just damn good. His lips had been soft but firm. He took control in a way that she now was coding as Jack's style. But it wasn't just the execution of the kiss, but the passion behind it. Jack put his all into the kiss, and Maggie took notice. Jack could feel himself puff up with pride. He had unsettled Maggie. The way she numbly followed him through the tight crowd told him all he needed to know. Maggie was feeling something for him. If it was even a quarter of what Jack felt for her, he was in. So what's this group's name? I'm sorry, what? A smug smile pulled at Jack's lips. Oh yeah, she was feeling it. The group's name? What is it? Oh, um, the Shimmy Sisters. Ah! Before Jack could ask another question, the lights dimmed and music filled the space. Maggie pressed her backside into his front, bringing his attention to just how perfect her ass was. And now, he had to keep his cool. No boners, no boners, no boners. I'm sorry, what? Nothing. Maggie couldn't help but wiggle a little, trying to get a good view between people's heads. The audience was shoulder to shoulder, leaving little room for a shorty like her to get a good spot. Dodging around, Maggie was able to see the performers dance and lip sync to Shanae O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You, while holding a giant pink dildo. God, she loved Naughty Gras. Maggie was clearly trying to kill Jack. The constant wiggling, the up and down on her toes. He had half a mind to pick her up so the torture could end. You want to find another place to stand? No, I'm good here. Of course she was. If she wasn't careful, she would know just how good she was. Okay. Maggie felt Jack's hand land on her hips. Two gentle squeezes and a pull backwards, she became very aware of just what she was pressed against. Oh, buddy, Jack's interest was certainly piqued. Jack felt Maggie tense, but then relaxed back into him. The crowd burst into applause, and it took Jack a moment to realize the Pink Penis Appreciation Act was over. He couldn't take his eyes off Maggie as she laughed and clapped for the performer. She was too freaking beautiful when she smiled. That was pretty good. Yeah, she's been at this a long time. I like that she fits in humor. So many people take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Jack's lack of response pulled Maggie's attention from the stage where Evie's group was being announced to his eyes. What? Do I have something on my face? Jack watched Maggie carefully wipe around her ruby red lips. He wondered how they still look so perfect after all their kisses. Then he started thinking about how they felt pressed up against his lips. He leaned in to get another taste. Oh! Jack's lips had just grazed hers when a very familiar voice jolted them apart. Jack's eyes struggled to leave Maggie's face, but when they did, oh boy! Six scantily clad women of varying shapes and sizes were shaking what their mama gave them. If Maggie hadn't already wiggled him to an embarrassing level of hardness, these ladies would have done the job. Wait, was it weird to find a roommate hot? Maggie was leaps and bounds more attractive in his opinion, but he wasn't gonna lie and say Evie wasn't a hot lady. Maggie could feel Jack's appreciation for the show against her ass. She couldn't decide whether to laugh or be put out that these shows were getting a rise out of him. Taking matters literally into her own hand, she palmed Jack. Like the show, do you? Holy mother of pearl. 
Maggie's hand on Jack made him groan. Before he got lost in the sweet feeling of her hand sliding over him, her words struck a chord. Wait, what? This isn't because of them. This is because of you wiggling into to me. Maggie couldn't help but grin. She tightened her hand, watching his eyes shut and his mouth open. Turning her body to conceal her hand, she pressed her face into his neck. Oh, Mags. Want to get out of here? Go back to your place? Uh, Houston, her mouth was on his neck, her hand was on his penis. And now, she wanted to go back to his place. Uh, yeah. Let's do that. When Maggie let go of Jack's body, he nearly protested. But then his brain kicked in, telling him to get Maggie and her wonderful hand somewhere more private. It also told him he needed to use Maggie's small body as cover for his <clears throat> big excitement. Uh, Mags, can you walk in front of me? What? Jack pulled Maggie back into him, reminding her just how much he appreciated her. Oh, right. Follow me. Oh, shit! Keep walking. Demon Miranda at 6 o'clock. Hey, Maddie! Leaving so soon? Sorry, Randy. I have a huge erection to see, too. You know how it is. Maggie! Oh, my God. Please, everyone look away! Oh, calm down. It's a compliment. I'm actually thinking of strategies on how I'm going to tangle with that beast. Uh, I have no words. <laughs> Good. I don't want to hear them. With Jack's erection poking into her back and her sharp tongue clearing their path, Maggie felt more excited than she had in months. Her body was pumping with adrenaline, her mind thinking of ways to burn it off. Jack was mortified that everyone knew about his uh, situation, but when he made eye contact with Miranda, all that embarrassment washed away. The angel of death was fuming. Maggie had pissed her off. Hallelujah. Wanting to rub it in just one more time, Jack pulled himself to his full height and pulled Maggie further into him. He could feel Maggie tremble, and a smug smile accompanied his cherry red cheeks. We're, uh, we're one block down. Mm-hmm. We can slow down now. It's dark. No one will be able to see your predicament. That's not why I'm rushing, Mags. Oh. Maggie felt giddy. No man had ever acted this way with her. He was like a teenager, but she was no better. She wanted to get in the car and, well... There! There we are. Jack just wanted to get home. His brain was a mess. He could still feel her hand stroking him. He just needed to get home. Then he would be able to get Maggie just as frazzled. Maggie squeezed her thighs together. She was never going to make it to his house. She wanted him right then and there. An idea popped into her head. Are you a good driver? Jack was puzzled. By the way she hustled with him to get to the car, he figured it would be a quiet, tense ride home before they tore each other's clothes off and took care of business. I guess. I've never gotten a ticket or been in an accident. Okay, good. Satisfied they wouldn't crash and die, Maggie brushed her fingers from his knee to his crotch, taking time to trace the bulge straining his dark wash jeans. She flipped his button and unzipped his fly. Jesus, Mags, what are you doing? Holy mother of God! Maggie's chilly hands pulled him free of his boxers and began to stroke him. Maggie, I, I don't think... Oh, God. Uh, yes, keep doing that. Like that? Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> Jack tried his darndest to stay focused on the road. At the light on Sutton, he pulled Maggie's face to his and kissed her like his life depended on it, her hand maintaining a firm grip as it sped up slightly. Green light. Damn. 
Wow, damn, I wonder what it would take to get a real four-letter word out of you. Maggie couldn't believe what she was considering. Taking his right hand that was clutching the wheel, she placed it under her skirt. Using her own fingers, she moved his against her. Looking at the side of Jack's face, she could see the shock, but then it melted into satisfaction. Maggie, God. Between Maggie's hand on him, the wet, silky material under his fingertips, and the road full of cars ahead of him, Jack wasn't sure what to focus on first. Obviously, he had to keep his attention on the road to arrive alive, but now that she put his hand on her, it took everything in him not to pull over and explore everything she had to offer. Eyes on the road. As soon as the words left her mouth, Jack's fingers went to work, swirling over her clit, rubbing the silk of her panties against her. When he pushed the material aside and began caressing her, Maggie's eyes rolled back. Oh, fuck. Those two words had Jack nearly coming. He sped up, eager to get home. What? No! Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Maggie quickly pulled Jack's hand from her more-than-ready body and smoothed down her skirt. No point giving the police a show. Turning her attention to Jack, she tried to tuck him back into his pants. Ow! Stop! It's not going back in like that! Maggie looked down her body. Taking off her light scarf, she draped it over his erection. Voila! I look like a circus tent. Jack couldn't believe he was about to face the police with a gauzy scarf covering his junk. Wow. Well, I guess you can have this back. Why don't you keep it until we get back to your place? I don't think I can handle that thing looking at me without being able to touch it. Who says you can't touch it? Wasn't that scary enough? Let's just get back to your place before we get arrested for indecent exposure. Fine. Just know when we get to my place, I plan on getting all kinds of indecent. I mean, you know what I mean. Maggie did, and she was down for whatever indecency he had in mind. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.